Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Folks, it's me, the Girl Economist, coming to you live with our main guys, the one and only Crypto Z, Crypto Cowboy, and the man simply known as Frank. I, I thought, I, wait a minute, hold on. Wait. wait. <laughs> I have a nickname. That's right. I forgot. What is your new nickname? I mean, your, your new old Operator. Oh, the uh, Operator. That's right. Kung, Kung Kung Fu. The Operator known That's, as Frank. Kung Fu was here yesterday, and he has, I, I send him a, a text with yes. some info, and it comes up operator That's it's funny. i mean if it's if it's in kung fu's phone it's legit it's legit you don't get his, any more legitimate his nickname than that. is kung fu <laughs> what i don't know i don't know about that his nickname is kung fu that's an awesome nickname a brilliant mm -hmm. name yeah, do, do you not Z Z? do you not respect martial arts i do respect martial arts <laughs> I, I respect, speaking I of martial arts and respecting I'm Asian. what do you mean if anything i your crypto nikos <laughs> Z, I went on your your crypto channel, and this is like I guess, I guess it's your introductory video, and uh, Nick and I were laughing very hard at it. Oh yeah, it was terrible. It's fucking terrible. I, trust you me, know I, why I, it was terrible? You know why, why we were laughing? Why? There was a speech delay from, the, from when your mouth was moving and the words were going. Out of your oh mouth. my god! Yeah, it was I am going to read. Actually, I actually hired somebody <laughs> to help me redo. It's the... like your lips are moving. It's like, hi, my name is <laughs> Z. <laughs> so it was pretty bad. Dude. They did you dirty, man, because they know you're Asian. That's what it is. That's racist. That's, why, that's what I'm saying, man. It's racist. YouTube, YouTube is racist. Yeah, YouTube with all their freaking purple hair diversity hires are all racist. No, it's all these. It's all these. It's all these. It's all these white, like super pale white guys with bald heads that I have issues with. Uh, <laughs> you know, is that a slight so at, at, at the operator himself? That hurts, see. No, hurts. no, 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 no. Frank, Frank, Frank has a nice has a nice color to him. He's like a peach. <laughs> Actually, I just got back from uh, the the cruise. I'm looking uh, for no, me. Dang it, for me, I'm very. You're looking, at, you're looking as you're looking as dark as my inner thighs. Exactly. Oh. Wow. I, if I'm lucky. Wow. Is that your inner thighs before or after Saturday night? Wow. This is. Whoa. This is 
Quick. Oh my goodness, it's painful. We're gonna get flagged for sure. All right, cowboy, once you pull up them charts, man. Guys, has the crypto bull market begun? Say that fast. Has the crypto bull market begun? So oh, we're seeing a turnaround. Uh, what's so, going on? Inquiring what's really minds cool, right Real fast, guys. Real fast. Um, cowboy actually called. You know that we were gonna enter into. Uh, well. For me, I entered into USDT. So I, I don't mind u using USDT. Some people have an issue with it. I don't personally mind using USDT. Uh, we entered into USDT, and uh, we're already at uh, pretty much – right now it's a little bit less, but we were at above a $100 gain on each Bitcoin just uh, earlier today. And um, and you know wow. people were people were shorting EOS. We did a live call on my channel. Um, one of the things that we you know we do for the Watchers Trade Room, uh, we did some live calls. And um, actually no, actually it was here. I'm sorry, it, it was actually here on Rogue Money. It was the last show that we did. And um, Cowboy said, um, you know, if I was to short EOS, I would short it right now. And all of a sudden everybody was really quiet. And he was like, huh, I can already hear the uh, the keyboards clicking. <laughs> and that was the exact thing he said. And Lord behold. We actually shorted EOS, and EOS actually, for those of you who, who do mess around on MEX, and we don't endorse MEX ever, but for those of you who do uh, mess around with it, made over 60% on that in uh, in two wow. days. So, nice. yeah, so that's very, very cool little entertainment that Cowboy provided there, um, guys. So, congratulations. I, mean, for I, I know one guy that uh, I won't ever say who exactly that person is. <laughs> He does like uh, crypto and horses and wears a certain kind of hat. Um, and he lives on a crypto ranch. Um, and he doesn't like country music, but, uh, you know, he, he is kind of cowboyish. And that guy actually... <laughs> uh, would that be Johnny Abdul? That would be Johnny Abdul. That's <laughs> portrayed by Jim Carrey. No, no, no. <laughs> down this nothing, nothing. Can we at least tell our listeners to Google it? Well, I'm that's still waiting for a chart to pop up on the screen. Yeah, yeah that's oh, yeah, we got it. We got it. I mean, that's what what Johnny Abdul is. This is a living color. That's an in living color thing from uh, from Jim Carrey. But you know, we're not we're not uh, gonna do that because there's copyright issues, so we can't really play that kind of stuff here. Um, but uh, yeah, the the cowboy guy, he shorted, made like forty percent, got out, and then got and then like because it, it was gonna bounce and it bounced, and he got back in after it bounced and made like another forty percent, and then it made another twenty percent. Um, so, I mean, you know, that's a, uh, that's a, a margin thing and we never recommend margin to anybody. We don't care how seasoned you are. We just never recommend it. Um, you know, we kind of talk about it for, for, you know, there are those of us in the room who already do it, but we, we only are, that's just idle chit chat conversation. Um, so, I mean, to, to look at the daily, um, I mean, just look at this cloud right here, uh, you know, as, uh, crypto Nikos was actually talking about in the room earlier. Um, you know, Ichimoku is a pretty good uh, indicator to use for the daily. Uh, anything for me, anything less than the daily chart, I don't really use Ichimoku. Maybe the twelve hour, especially BTC guys. On especially BTC. BTC. Yeah, BTC on others. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah. Go ahead, Z. No, no, you're good. Oh, um, yeah. On other stuff, like on most other coins and a lot of other assets, I'll use Ichimoku all the way in the five minute chart. Like it's it's fine for me, but um, but for Bitcoin, no. Because uh, Ichimoku is dependent on averages, and if you actually, this is an interesting thing to look at with Bitcoin. But um, so uh, I'll zoom out really quick, and I'll make this, I'll explode the screen. When you look at the Bitcoin on the daily, you'll find that Bitcoin looks like a normal asset. It actually has a normal, uh, like 
market cycle, you know, it moves just like any other asset. It's like, oh yeah, Bitcoin, you know, it's going to do this, going to do that. And most people who trade Bitcoin, I'm pretty sure are just looking at the daily. And if you looked at the daily, what you would see right now is um, I'm going to zoom this back in a little bit on the daily. You'll see that we are hitting the Ichimoku cloud. Um, we went above the red baseline, the Kijun Sen, and we bounced right off the cloud, um, the cloud resistance. And then you have this blue Tenkan Sen kind of coming up, but it's not coming up as strongly as it was. It's kind of not, you know, and when this blue line, if it crosses the red, so the blue line, say, goes above the red line, then that is a bullish signal because it's below the cloud. That is a weak bullish signal. A lot of people would be like, oh, let's get in. It's going to go up. It's going to cross. Well, no, TK cross under the cloud's not that bullish. Um, so, yep, you know. and we talked about that in the other videos, guys. So make sure that if you haven't already, check out the other videos that we do on Rogue Money, guys. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that Cowboy covers in his, in his technical analysis. And that's one of the things we did cover was how exactly to look at the Ichimoku uh, when it comes to the Tenkinsen and Kijisen line. All right, continue. And this is this is a we're scratching the surface here. We're not really getting into it. But what I will say is that you know we had a bounce here. Now Bitcoin will go into the cloud. Bitcoin has this really nifty way of like just ignoring resistances, but it, it is respecting the cloud more or less right here. And the good thing is this cloud is getting thinner. So it means that the that green days are ahead. But I think V's initial question was, is the bull market here? Um, I think we had a preview. Uh, I think that we are going to have a little ways to go before we see the big bull market. However, comma, it is possible. It could break free. We could just break right through this cloud. We could have green days ahead. I'm not betting on it. Um, the way I see it is uh, I, I think we're going to have a little more consolidation around this area, maybe even a drop. Um, and I think that if we have a bigger drop, it will likely be like the last bigger drop that we see for the rest of the year, I think. Um, and one of the things I'm concerned about is we are at, on the daily, uh, the RSI has topped out. And the last time it topped out, we had a drop. Um, and that seems to be kind of what's going on. Um, RSI is not always as dependable. I mean, I mean uh, you know, you can see a few bottom outs right here, but we didn't really go up on those bottom outs. So we just kept going down. Um, however, Somebody said it, and somebody repeated it yesterday, but somebody famous said that markets are like pushed up by the people, and then price will fall under its own weight. So, I mean, it might be that the price got pushed up right here, and then it might just fall under its own weight. Um, so, uh, on the on the short, there is that possibility. I'm going to go to the short right now. Um, a possibility of a run beyond all of that. And what that would look like is we have a trend line right here more or less and then we have a trend line right here if we were to draw this one here and then theoretically and this is only theoretically this is not an established trend line but it may become one right so we can just create what could be a, a bit of a confluence zone it already is a confluence zone and what a confluence zone is, is where you have multiple um, multiple factors affecting price. And um, right here, this line right here is theoretical. It's not established. We're going to make it a different color. So we know it's theoretical. We're going to make it dotted. Um, but we have cloud resistance. It's also kind of roughly in that high sevens, which is a, kind of a long-term order block. Um, let me adjust this to where it actually looks appropriate. So we could kind of come up against this area. 
this 7,900. So, well, this is like 76, 78. So, you know, this is this block right here is where I see a lot of resistance. I'm about to draw it right now. Right about here. See a lot of resistance in there. And I think we're going to bounce off this block and maybe go down a bit. I don't know how far we're going to go. Um, you know, it could drop below seven. It could drop below six. It could drop below five. But if it did drop below five, I don't think it would for very long. Um, you know, we have some other people calling the mid fours. I think that's reasonable. I think if it goes that low, then that's probably going to be it. And I think right now, based on how quickly things are happening, if we have a quick rejection, something tells me that that low might coincide with August 10th. And Z, what happens on August 10th? Oh, we got the ETFs, guys. We got the ETFs. Now I'm going to pull up a, um, I'm going to send, can I send you something? Can you pull it up on the screen? Yeah, it's just uh, uh, slack it. Okay, I'm gonna slack it. I'm gonna send. Um... You can send me something. What, what are you What are you eating? What? Are you eating uh, something? No, I'm not eating anything. Oh, okay. That wasn't me. That was Frank. Oh. Yeah, Frank, just... I mean, Frank's not even here to defend himself. <laughs> 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 it's Frank. <laughs> um, here, let me let me send you this uh, photo. Now, um, I know a lot of people in Rogue Money are big metalheads. They love their metal and stuff like that. So this is pretty interesting, guys, um, for this to play out. It's that um, – I'm a message to you. It's that one photo of the uh, of the ETF versus gold ETFs when gold ETFs were. Oh, yeah. That's a great shot. So it's, it's a good it, it's a good talking point right here, right? I'm actually interested to see what um, V thinks about this. So long story short, there is a picture in which Cowboy is going to pull up. It shows uh, the price of gold and how gold was trading sideways uh, back in 1980. And then um, they introduced the gold ETF, guys. And when they did introduce the gold ETF, uh, gold essentially rose over 300% um, after the gold ETF was in introduced. Now, Bitcoin ETFs are coming around the corner. Um, so are we going to see that massive rise up? Who knows? Maybe. That'd be amazing if it rose up 300%, but the charts together, they look very, very similar if you actually take a look at it. And I guess, um, you know, even though Bitcoin, I mean, you could say Bitcoin is similar to gold and the fact that it's a place to store wealth, um, you know, it very well, it, there is a possibility that it could have that rise up. Yeah, there's the image right there. So what we're seeing is the, the market cycle. Um, I'll even bring that up to, let's do... We don't hate LTC, Steve. We'll talk about LTC here shortly, but we don't hate LTC. Look at the uh, the the overlay. If you overlay the BTC uh, uh, chart with that gold chart as when the ETF was put in there, remarkably similar. Remarkably okay, look, similar. Look at, this, look at this overlay. Can you guys see the overlay? Yeah. And then look at this. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I wish there was a way we could superimpose one on top of the other. I know that'd be great. Yeah, we probably could, but I mean, this is this is your normal market cycle, right? So there's the blow off, there's the big dump, there's the this right here, the depression. I think this is going to be coming up soon. Um, it might not be. I don't know. Or maybe uh, that's it, already something that we hit. It might have already passed it at fifty-seven fifty. It might be coming up soon, but I think if we if we haven't passed it yet, we're about to pass it soon, and we've been making money the whole time, like on the way down. So we're good. Question isn't very depressing. Yeah, that that could be this right here. You know what I mean? Um, but the ETF, 
was introduced right here on the uh, on the gold chart, and we just had a skyrocket. Um, so, I, look, here's the thing about the ETF. <clears throat> I, I want to uh, temper people's excitement. Like, let's get real. Okay, let's, let's talk reality. Okay, so they can delay this thing as long as they want. They can delay it for 90 days just based on the rule books. So they can say, okay, we need to think about it. And then, you know, September is like the next time you hear about it. Um, by the way, I think uh, Bitcoin's going to drop a little bit right now. Just a little live call. I think Bitcoin is going to drop to roughly 7,100 to 7,200. Oh my goodness. Heads off. What's that? I said everybody's panicking. Do not panic, my friends. Do not panic because everybody who's inside the room got out of Bitcoin at a very high price. Made yep, a killing. Chilling in USDT already, or chilling whatever whatever method you guys want to chill in. And uh, dude, I'm 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 like pretty much eighty to ninety dollars per Bitcoins when I got out. So I'm making eighty to ninety dollars per Bitcoin, guys, that yeah. I own, and it's only going to increase. Especially if it goes down to 7,100, guys, you're talking about over $300 per Bitcoin that you own. Sounds pretty good, right? Yeah, that's that's what I am. Um, that's what. Holy we moly! You just caused a landslide by your announcement or something, cowboy. Oh no, dude! Because right I'm now not... it's at 7,290. Wow! And it's dropping hard right now, 7,280. You see what you did? Yeah, it's just, did, it was bro. all me. I, I move. I move Bitcoin myself. The Rothschilds got nope. nothing to do with it. No, nothing. They're watching your show. They're like, "Oh my God, Cowboys! Cowboys!" Saying they are. I, 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 they are. I actually talked to Jacob Rothschild the other night. He said that he is watching you. Yeah, Soros. <laughs> I talked to Soros. So Soros says, "Please tell me when are you? When when will you uh, call your Bitcoin to fall? Please, please tell me." I said, "Well, Mr. Soros, um, I don't like your face." First of all, he, he only his close buddies call him Georgi. Georgi, yeah, well, Georgi Schwartz. Oh my God, we're definitely, we're definitely. he says, I need, um, I need a way to fund all of my NGOs for uh, my next takeover of the country. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, it's um, I think we're gonna fall right now. They might, they might push it back up, but it just. What I'm seeing in the charts, literally, I'm just going to bring up the chart um, so we can all see it. But, uh, I mean, I, I called – a lot of people are calling right now, fall to, like, the 71 area. Yep, um, 71 area all um, day long. Yeah, so that's uh, – I think, Z, you called that yourself. Um, yep. you know, it's just – it's the logical next spot. Like, 71 – yeah, I don't anticipate it dropping further because psychologically, uh, when we pass these resistances, guys, remember, they sort of become supports. Psychologically, it wouldn't make sense for it to drop further than that, but who knows, right? Oh, I'd say 68 is is more of a last resort because if we could BART down, uh, my, my philosophy is the exact same as these. I just, I'm, I'm not as optimistic. Um, uh, I think 71 is going to be where I would, if I were to long, if I were to go buy, um i would buy like i would look at 71 i would wait for it to stop and then i would do some of my secret sauce stuff that i do and if i saw the right stuff then i would probably end up buying um around 71 i think that's the most likely place for it to stop right now um there is a chance it could go to 68 um usually with most assets you have like a run past a resistance and then you can come back down to that resistance to retest mm -hmm. um so you know it might be that we if we make it to 68 
and then we go up from there. That's actually a really good sign. Um, but hey, that these are all the things that could happen. Um, you know, with Bitcoin, I tend to kind of judge things on a as happens basis. You know, um, I you know I zoom out in the long to show okay, well I think this might happen based on some stuff I see. But you know, here we are. Um, Bitcoin is is currently looks like it's on a downtrend right now. So. Um, no, it definitely does. And, uh, you know, congratulations to those who got in. You know, this is how you make money, guys, inside of the red market. You know, you don't always have to just go in and out of altcoins. And uh, not only the, – the great thing about this is that, guys, not only are we making money off of Bitcoin by cycling in and out of Bitcoin, but we're also preserving profit by getting out of altcoins. People don't understand that another way to make money is by preserving your bag by not getting into or not hodling these altcoins, right? So a lot of people you're, were asking me, oh man, you know, Digibyte or, or oh man, you know, these coins like salt and stuff like that. Like when should I take profit? And I go, guys, you know, you see these giant green bars up, um, you know, this is not financial advice because I don't give financial advice, but you see these giant green bars up. I'm personally going to be putting tight stop losses on them inside the room. We set those stop losses. They trailed down. They locked in profit. And guess what? Now we're in Bitcoin. And then now we can cycle into USDT or however we want to do it and uh, make money that way. Well, that's so literally like, what we did. Yeah, yeah. so it's just added, but it's, it's just, it adds on to each other, guys. Mm -hmm. You know, we did that uh, just the other day, both of us at the same time. I think I made the announcement. I'm like, okay, everybody, I am, um, yeah, I'm getting out of all alts. I'm having tight stop losses on everything. And then within like an hour, I saw some things and I said, okay, well, I am now getting out of Bitcoin. And so uh, I did. And, you know, it did, it spiked up this morning. A lot of people got excited in the room and, you know, of course, we're not giving any financial advice in there either, you know, but I was telling everybody like, hey, I'm not touching it. I mean, it's, you know, this could easily be what's called a stop hunt. And it actually spiked up. You can see this red. Uh, let me expand this a little bit. Um, what happened like an hour or two ago? I mean, because people were freaking out. It's great. Um, people wanted to buy in because it was going up, going up. I even saw some like big name TA guys, like guys who have like respected opinions saying, Oh no, if it goes up past 7,500, then you got to buy it. Right. And look what happened to everybody who bought. Like I'm yeah. telling that's you know, why I'm patience, there is a level of patience that we exercise guys in cryptocurrency trading. Don't think that cryptocurrency trading, you know, um, the way we approach it is like, Oh, you know, you got to be on it like every single second guys. It hasn't really been like that. You know, no. you, you wait a little bit. There is a certain level of patience required. Um, but you know, it does help a lot getting bullish and bearish confirmations before you you know make a decision being unemotional guys these are the kind of tools that um cowboy and i are you know we use yeah it's and we live and die by those and and the reality is that with bitcoin um bullish and bearish confirmation is like <laughs> dude that's like trying to to grasp a, a rain cloud i mean it's like it's so hard to do to actually say oh well are we confirmed bullish we can you know confirm bearish i mean it's it's an art really um so you know for my money um i kind of depend on a few things that we talk a lot more about in the room um so i don't want to go over what my process is and there's a lot of my process that actually nobody ever knows um you know there's a lot of process that i hold back on but i do like relay a lot of what's valuable about what i do in the room um and then when i use my own process that i do kind of keep quiet i will put the results of that process up i'll say hey i think it's going to go here i think it's going to go there um, you know, so that being said, um, you know, this is what we see. We saw that it was going to go up. I think it went up to like 76. I think it might've spiked a little bit higher than that. Um, but then it went down, you know, and then it, uh, came down to where it is right now. So, I mean, 
it's pretty remarkable. Uh, it went up to 7,700. There you go right there. That's awesome, Alan. Congratulations. Thanks to CC this morning. Watch chain was able to exit BTC at 676.60. And now my stats are blowing up. Congratulations, dude. That's what we like to see, guys. You gaining Satoshi so that when BTC is at that 10K marker, 20K marker, maybe even 30, 50K marker, guys, you guys are, you know, chilling. Yeah, You've got all this BTC lined up, guys, and you guys are feeling good. You know, I mean, it was, you know, there was, uh, there was order book play. There's all kinds of stuff. I posted all that stuff. We, we did what we did. CryptoZ and I, you know, uh, CryptoNegos and I did our research and we posted the results of that research. People did their own research and they made their choice. So, you know, yeah. Um, that's that. real, real fast, uh, real fast. Do ETFs have to hold the coin? I believe they do actually. So ETFs guys are paper notes. Um, they, you don't, they're worth 25 or 26 BTC. I forgot what the exact value is, but they're worth 25 to 26 BTC guys. Um, however, I believe the, 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 the issue of the ETS has to actually own the coin. It's not like they are just issuing paper out. Um, at least I, I would like to think they're not doing that. Yeah. A lot of people think you they don't hold gold and I doubt they'll hold the coin. That's not, Oh issue. really? They don't hold the gold. They just issue no. out the paper. Wow. That's how they rig the gold price. Wow. Yeah. You see that, guys? That's awesome. That's it's awesome. not legal that they do that. Like, that's they're, they're, they're pulling a, like Obama's buddy, John Corzine, he had a company called MF Global. And because MF Global. I wonder what that stood for, Nick. Huh? MF. Okay. Well, anyways, we're going back to crypto. Funny as we get to so, MF Global actually, uh, they sold the same uh, gold brick to people, like five different people, and they they literally were insolvent. But Corzine got to get away because he's buddies with the president. So, um, you know, all that to say, like with a Bitcoin ETF, my feelings like are mixed. I'm afraid that they may do the same kind of thing where they can sell the same Bitcoin to a bunch of people and just make fake money. Um, however, I, the thing about that is, I think a lot of people are wise to the tricks now. They know what Deutsche Bank's been doing. They know what um, you know certain groups in London have been doing. And so I think that with Bitcoin, you can actually monitor the addresses of these coins. Um, so I would imagine that you're going to have some watchdogs to hopefully keep that honest. Um, under any circumstance, whether it's honest or not, I think if an, an ETF hits, I think the price is going to jump. And so I will be there to take advantage if that happens. Yep. Um, real fast. <clears throat> Once again, going back to LTC, guys, we do not hate LTC. Remember, we are not married to any coin. We do not hate any coin and we do not love any coin um, where we get married to, I should say. Um, so uh, with Litecoin, guys, I posted an update with it. Cowboy, if you could just pull up Litecoin, please. I know that's a fan favorite here, but uh, Litecoin is actually not looking very, very good at all, guys. And we Litecoin talked about this. Good we talked about this here in Rogue Money. We talk about this live inside the room, guys. We talk about Litecoin a lot because a lot of people always ask me about Litecoin. And remember, we do not hate Litecoin. However, the um, the fundamentals have not changed with Litecoin. Litecoin is still struggling because of that, and um, it's showing in its Satoshi value and price, guys. Remember that um, what we care about is Satoshi value versus BTC, and Litecoin is actually dropping further and further down. Now it's in the 11s, guys. Oh, Litecoin's ugly. Um, look at that. Look at the, look, just look at Litecoin. Just look at Litecoin. What's Satoshi value currently right now, Cowboy? Um, Satoshi? Um, I was on USD, LTC, BTC. 
Oof, yeah, almost, it's almost down to the tens. It's almost down to the tens, guys. Since we started Rogue Money Show, I mean, since uh, Cowboy and I have been on Rogue Money Show, we've talked about LTC being in 19, guys. 19 to 20s. It is now in the tens. It is now 50% of what it was when we first talked about it on Rogue Money. That's the yeah, and, and the, the actual is horrid. Um, you know, and, and the thing about it is that Litecoin is less and less traded in dollars it's actually like people yeah. are you know this is an asset this right here is an asset where money continues to con like consistently leave it if you were to chart this against bitcoin you're going to see bitcoin spikes here in you know certain times and it goes up here like it just goes down like it has these little mini spikes but it just goes down i mean literally according to this chart literally if you were a hodler and you simply held bitcoin instead of litecoin you have a lot more money that's just like you have twice as much money literally as if like back in the in the peak uh in february according to like in satoshi prices um satoshi price peaked in february so if you had litecoin in february and you just simply held it instead of bitcoin you have half of your money right now yep that is not a good feeling to be inside guys and this is why we keep saying right here we do not get married to coins we set our stop losses and you know as much as dude trust me guys you think i like to wake up to a bunch of hate with people like messaging me saying dude you hate litecoin like you're a hater of litecoin you're like ruining all of us like do you think i like saying that kind of stuff i don't guys i care about you guys but you know unfortunately it doesn't matter what i think um you know it matters what the what the entire market thinks and you know, Litecoin is not performing and it's, it's it's just dying out, guys. And it's getting worse and worse and worse. Every single day gets worse and worse and worse with its um with its value. And it's going to get to a point where I still have, have – I've been calling this for forever now on this show. I told you guys that, you know, if it doesn't do anything, it's going to drop below 10. And right now we're at the cusp of 11 to 10. We are no longer even at the 13s, guys. We're talking about 11s to, into 10s now, into potentially the next digit over, where there's another there's another zero now in front of your number, which is not a good sign to be in. And no. um, and if BTC, let's just say BTC does one more wave down, in which it very well could be, guys. Remember, some people are still calling BTC to be as low as in the fours. You know, if BTC does that wave down, we're not saying it will, but if it does, guys, mark my words, LTC will be at that $50 marker. Once again, I have, I'm not, I'm not wavering from that, guys. I'm not saying that it, LTC was going to hit there, but if nothing changes with LTC, it's going to keep dropping. And the price has been reflecting exactly what I've been saying since day one, guys. You know, I haven't, I haven't changed my stance. I've been on here telling you guys the same thing over and over and over. Yeah, that's uh, that's the trouble with it. I mean, you know, the indicators look like garbage too. I mean, you've got uh, bouncing off RSI repeatedly. It went all the way on RSI. <laughs> poor, poor V. V is gonna get like ten thumbs down now because of that comment. I Sorry, man. I mean, <laughs> folks, it is what it is. Don't you be <laughs> We're sorry, guys. You know, as much as I, I don't want to trash it, but that's just how it looks like currently on the charts, guys, on the fundamentals, on the sentiment. That's just how it is. All, all three, F-A-S-A-T-A, the, the indicators are just hoarded right now. Uh, I mean, look, we went all the way down to like 12 on the RSI. That's a deep bottom. And it just keeps going down. It keeps bottoming on RSI. That, that There's a word for that. It's called free fall. It's called free fall. Right, it's, it's it's like SOMO. It's terrible. And then you have um like right here, 
to going down right this this hard downtrend in the stochastic rsi it's got a little tiny curve up because you can't just keep going down it's going to bounce in fact we just had a bounce the last day or two but what people do is they 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 there's a little something called personal bias right so this is like we talk about like getting staying pragmatic we talk about not getting married to coins we use all those terms but to, to really boil it down to just a single term it's called personal bias and it's that you like something so you want it to go up and then you trade as if it is going to go up and that's only because you want it to go up it's all in your head this is not reality this is just some stuff that you made up and i know that uh, a lot of us feel that maybe if we think hard enough something is going to happen um i don't really put my money on that i mean i might believe in some pretty cool stuff but i don't like I'm not going to think Litecoin into going back up. This is not going to happen. So I just take a look at the market and I stay pragmatic. I don't have a single coin that I'm married to. I will get out of cryptos altogether if it sucks, and I will put my money somewhere else. Like exactly. This just real fast, guys. Just a few things. Um, uh, one, once again, guys, remember you guys have heard heard me say this inside of this channel, guys. I love Wanchain. I think Wanchain is a fantastic coin. But guess what? I don't own one one chain at all. I haven't owned a one coin since you know I visited V in, in New York. I haven't owned it since then, guys, because unfortunately the TA is was playing out badly and there was no upcoming FA. So right now I'm out of one chain. Do I think it's a bad coin? No. Do I love the project? Yes, I do, but I'm not getting married to it because I don't get married to projects that don't make me money. Just that simple. Um, with LTC, uh, I understand you, you were saying N8 Kremer, um, you were saying that, um, what's it called? Yeah. Back in the day, it, it did a drop and then it bounced up. Yes, it did guys. But also, you also have to remember that you guys have to look at 2016 and 2017 charts differently than you look at them now, guys. The market has expanded a lot over the last year and a half. A ton of money has come in. Um, when Cowboy and I got into cryptocurrencies, the market cap was 50 million, guys. Sorry, 50 billion. That's it. 50 billion. That was the market cap that we got into, guys. So, um, you know, the market has transformed a lot, guys. So you guys cannot just look at that information. You have to look at the entire picture. Look, to technology, technology of any kind advances in a parabolic fashion. And then it levels off, just like Bitcoin itself. Um, so what's happening is that people are getting caught up where they think the rules of 2017 apply. Um, let me tell you what, the rules of freaking last week don't apply. This is crypto. Crypto moves faster than any other asset I've ever seen, and I've been trading assets for a little while. And yeah, it moves faster than freaking gambling. Yeah, dude. It's like it, crypto is the, the like a month in crypto with no new FA is an eternity. Like mm -hmm. if you've got no updates coming up, look at look at Ven that I just brought up. Ven is a great coin. It might be like oh. one of my favorite coins. We love Ven. But I called. I had a there's a chart on my trading view. You can go back and look a month ago. I said that either it's going to break this and go down or it's gonna go up. And I had yep. my money down. And look where it went. It went down. Exactly, guys. You know, as much as we even love Venn and we talk very highly about Venn, guys, you're not seeing us trade Venn. Now, of course, we've got the Venn masternode, which is going to pay us residual income and it's going to get us into some incredible positions. However, you don't see me buying and selling Venn, trading it on the daily, guys, because the TA is not playing out on it. Oh, yeah. No, the, the, and then Venn's going to come back up. It's no question about it. It's just going to take a little time. Yep. So, you know, let's just let's be realistic about like, hey, this is just market. 
you know, a lot of people ask about Litecoin all the time. It, I'm going to be completely and utterly honest with you guys. And, and I'm just going to say this. I know it's messed up. It annoys me to no end. Why do people care about Litecoin? There's nothing to care about. There's no FA. And I always want to tell people, like, stop asking. I, I, I like Litecoin because it has the word light in it. Oh, well. Oh, you- my goodness. We're not going down this road. Frank is shaking his head right now. <laughs> Yeah, Frank's is like, oh, look, I, I like Litecoin in the future. I think that Litecoin may have a chance later. The thing about Litecoin is that I need to see something in the fundamentals before I want to own it. And exactly there's like PPT. Nothing, it's exactly like PPT. Exactly. I love PPT. Z doesn't like it that much, but I love PPT. The funny thing is, is that uh, uh, I was accused of lying. This, you, get, you guys get this stuff? So I, I was accused of lying, like, because I actually wrote a lot of the copy that was on the original website. And some of my yep. work is still left on that website. Me and a couple guys, Z and I know, actually worked on that. And yep. uh, somebody, like, sent it to Nico. And Nico, like, tweeted, oh, that guy, first of all, they said it was Crypto Z. No, 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 it was actually Crypto Cowboy. And they said, oh, he, he, he's a liar. He, he's a liar. He never worked on a website. He's a complete liar. Don't know what he's talking about. Well, no, actually, I did, and I have the proof, and I don't even need to, like, deal with it. I actually contacted them on the back end. I'm like, hey, guys, this was me. I don't need you to retract it. Just let it go. And they're like, well, do you want us to delete the tweet? Then just you have to ask Nico yourself. I said, no, keep the tweet up there. It brings more people to our show. You want to delete it, delete it. I'm not going to talk to Nico. Yeah, so I was the one telling I was the one telling uh, Cowboy. I was like, dude, why are you doing that, man? PPT sucks. Yeah, and then we made a bunch of money on it a few months later. Um, yeah. The thing about PPT, I think it's great. I think it's going to do really well, like in maybe 2020. But right now, it's got like it, it's doing tra- like a transaction a week just because they're getting going. People underestimated how difficult it is to do very large financial transactions with new technology in a trustless system. They thought they could just throw something together and miraculously the liquidity pools would appear. And you know that's just not how things work. People don't entrust millions and millions of dollars to a brand new system, mm-hmm. especially to a system ran by a guy who is not always, you know, told us the truth about things. And I don't want to talk anymore about that. Um, yeah, but- and um, my buddy, who actually uh, I told you, the uh, my contact, who's a uh, very big, uh, very big, I guess, in the financial world. Um, when I brought up PPT to him, he said that you know he's got a ton of experience in in this whole invoice financing world. And he goes, that doesn't make any sense to me that they could implement that that fast it just doesn't no, make they, sense. They'll, they'll get it it's gonna go it's just gonna take time it's yes, gonna it's gonna take exactly the same exact thing with paypal guys however paypal has that um has that what's it called a partnership with intuit that allows it to you know have that ease of access and marketing so that's the, that's the only advantage that paypal has over pptm which is why i'm personally more bullish on paypal yeah I, i'm i'm actually more bullish on ppt over time um, I think PayPal is great, though. I think that uh, Cliff said that there was room for both, and that's back before I think Cliff's data was really corrupted. So, um, But that's that. I mean, I think that right now the general crypto turnaround is coming. I think we got a bull market. It's on the horizon. I think the bull market could start maybe like uh, next week. I think it might start next month. I think it might start – I think we'll see the bull market happen before the year is out, and I think it might happen towards the end of quarter three early quarter four. That's when I think we're going to really see the the bottom having happened. And I think unless this ETF thing really sparks anything, I think we're going to see a nice slow rise. And a nice slow rise is an awesome thing because we can actually depend on alts at that point. We actually can start to make some reasonable assertions about where alts are going to go. It's a lot of money to be made. 
Yeah. Um, remember, Steve, uh, you know, real fast about Cliff High. You know, we love Cliff High, but remember, he himself has even indicated that his data has been corrupted, guys. And on top of it, he himself has stated that, um, you know, he's only right, you know, maybe about 50 percent of the time. Um, so the fact that, you know, his data is corrupted and he's only right at 50 percent of the time is not something that I personally can put all of my money towards, guys, which is, you know, as much as I know that you want PPT, and I know as much as you want, like all these other coins to rise up like crazy. Um, you know, we have to work with what we have right now and the data that we have now, guys, is what we see on fundamentals and technical and sentiment. This, yeah, and is, this, this is concrete this is data. Listen to the language you just used. It's coins that you want to go up. This is called personal bias. It doesn't matter what you want. Correct. It doesn't matter what you want. The market is going to do what the market is going to do. My job is to entertain you guys by showing you what I think it's going to do based on facts, based on math, based on charting, based on fundamentals, based on real world things. And I think Cliff's data has a real world aspect to it. Um, but like I say, Cliff himself will tell you he's right about half the time and that's better than chance. So, you know, uh, by the way, we're happy to hear that, uh, that Cliff's doing better. He actually, uh, just got out of the hospital or he might still be in the hospital, but he, uh, had some surgery done recently. And so, uh, you know, a good shout out to Cliff. We'd love to have uh, Cliff back on the show, um, sometime in the next month or so. We really hope to see him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, the whole thing real quick is people need to understand there's no magic anything here. You know what I'm saying? It, it, there's no, you know, anything mystical that's going to help you out here. It's just solid fundamental analysis, technical analysis, sentimental analysis, backed by big brains that puts you in position to make the most out of your gains. Mm -hmm. That's what I got to say. I rhyme. It did rhyme. Um, uh, just real fast, guys. Uh, I'll just plug in this real fast. Well, we have over 100 people on here. Um, we talked about this before. Um, a lot of people were asking me, especially inside the room, about a referral service. Guys, I know a lot of people of you have like friends and family you guys want to bring in and so forth inside. And, and we, we want to reward you for bringing them in. So right now, the Watchers Trade Room does have a referral program up and running officially, guys. So you guys can tell your friends to go on there, guys. And... Um, and uh, have them put in your Slack name, your regular name, and your email, and uh, we can credit you guys 10% towards the month, as well as your friends and family towards 10% towards that month. And uh, you guys can stack up as much as up to 50% um, off of your membership, guys. Um, finally, you know there was a little bit of confusion in regards to um, what we talked about with room rates being up, guys. As the room increases, there is a chance that we could very well cap the room. We might very well do so just to make sure that we give the best quality possible. But also, guys, we have to be fair with the fact that we don't want to raise rates up. And if you, you know, if we cap the room, guys, we're gonna raise rates up based on what the competition is doing. And when there's a bull market, guys, these rooms that are quote unquote our competition rise up to 700, 800 bucks, guys. They go from 400, 500 bucks to 700, 800 bucks. We, we strive to be about 20% less than the rest of the competition. That's what we strive to be. Mm -hmm. So uh, right now we are 20% less than the competition, guys. The, the, the average room is about 400 bucks, and, um, and you know, you're going to not nearly get as much entertainment as what you have right now. You know, you're definitely not going to be able to talk to somebody in person all the time. Um, 
So we're trying to keep that, you know, value there, guys. So if we do cap the room, unfortunately, we will have to raise the price higher. If we don't cap the room, we might be able to keep it pretty low right here. And we will uh, be entertaining the idea of grandfathering people into the room at the current price. Uh, v, Frank, and I, as well as Nick, um, we're all going to have a little powwow and, and talk about that, guys, when the time comes. But, you know, this is down the line, guys. Yeah, well, it, it may not be that far. It depends on how soon the bull market hits. But Correct, exactly. Because if the bull market does come, guys, and you're talking about these crazy, you know, gains where you're making, you know, easily 50% a week, um, if not more, um, you know, unfortunately, you know, with that amount of time that we have to put in, because then we'll be in overdrive, guys, where I probably will honestly be on 20 hours a day. And, um, and you know, we'll have to bring in people if the room gets too big and all this good stuff. Um, we will have to increase the rates a little bit. Yeah, but however, but don't worry though, because of the simple fact that you know we will have crypto payment options, so it's going to be easy for you to. to oh yeah, uh, yeah, you'll be able to pay. exactly. I forgot about it. Yes, yeah. you will be able to pay for your entertainment with the entertainment. And, and we're also coming out with different price packages as well, so stay tuned for that. And on top of that is this: in a bull market, you're going to be making so much money, your monthly payments will be a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, well, the other it's thing not to know is that if you know, it, it, we're, again, we're talking about the possibility of grandfathering in people at the current rate, people who are already in. That may happen, but in order for that to happen, you have to be in. That's the difference. So you can't like get in afterwards and say, "Oh, but can I get grandfathered?" Like, no. The whole idea is to get me in before. So that's yeah. just um, a few things, guys. Talk about liquid base. So um, just a little. Uh, Little snippet about liquid base guys liquid base is a liquidation platform essentially you can liquidate any amounts of cryptocurrencies we accept 11 different types of cryptocurrencies um 5k minimum you can liquidate um your cryptocurrencies into various metals you can um, get them delivered to you you can get them vaulted at like a, at the most secure vaults around the world and you can also get that fiat wired to you um, anywhere in the entire world, guys, um, unless it's like, you know, high risk area like Afghanistan. Um, but yes, so that is our liquidation platform. And because we fall under WTO law, um, you know, we don't have to report anything on our end, guys. This is up for you guys to um, do that homework and talk to your tax um, tax accountant or whatnot, whatever you want to call it. Tax professional. Tax professional. There you go. Um, so yes, so you can liquidate um, any kind of uh, crypto that you actually sorry the top ten crypto as well as Monero guys. Um, so you know you, it's a hundred percent secure and a hundred percent private. Yeah, that is correct. We we do KYC to make sure that uh, we're legally protected that way in case we accidentally fund like Al Qaeda or something. You know we're not we're going to make sure we don't help anybody who shouldn't be helped. But that, that KYC is is not something that gets you know given to any governments or anything. And, yeah, and we don't we don't report any sort of um, you know purchases of metals that you guys do on our end. We don't report any of that, guys. This is up to you guys to report your own um, tax events. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yes, Liquid Base is live, Barry. You can go to liquidbase.io. Uh, the link is also in the description under Liquid uh, Crypto, um, and uh, it will bring you right there, guys. And you guys can um, you guys can sign up right now remember that uh, our fees are a little bit higher than coinbase guys but the benefit is not really well slightly i guess like barely right like we're talking like less coinbase like has a has what's called a, a sliding variable rate so depending on what you could what you want to do it could be as low as three percent uh it could be as high as ten percent oh wow okay that's well, from the coinbase's own website 
Oh, there you go, guys. Yeah. Um, yes. And then on so- top of that, they report. So if you have a sizable amount, uh, north of 400k, you want to move in in one year. You liquidate 400,000 through Coinbase. You're looking at a 39.6 percent tax. Uh, you know, a 39.6 taxable event. Yeah, and then well, 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 they report anything above 20k. U.S. citizen, you know, and you report on your own taxes. That's going to give you the ability to say, "Oh, well, this is for business purposes," or you'll be able to to handle your own tax situation if you were to, you know, uh, say use the liquid base thing. So it's just up to you to deal with your tax professional. But if you go through Coinbase, they're going to automatically go bam, and you're going to have to deal with it. From well, the yeah, you're going to get you're going to get a 1099 at the end of the year, guys. If you yeah. go through Coinbase, especially anything above 20k, you're going to get a 1099 at the end of the year, guys. Coinbase yeah. has already made that, um, you know, very clear, and it's only going to get more and more uh, clear with that, guys. It might even drop. They might even make it so anything that's 5k is going to get um, a 1099. You know, um, oh, Coinbase yeah. is trying to be regulation central right now with what they're trying to do, guys. So don't be surprised that Coinbase implements that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Exactly. They don't care about being 100% decentralized. It's already in. There's no. Yeah, there's they, no- they, yeah they could make it even even like smaller amounts. So, yeah, they yeah. can make it worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, they don't care yeah. about being. They don't care about being decentralized, guys. Coin. That's not Coinbase's mo. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. John, with that being said, we're at the end of the show. Oh, okay. Right. Well, uh, yeah, I guess the last uh, the last thing I always like to say is that I do like to acknowledge people who do the brave, courageous thing of taking their money, putting it into markets, and trading it. Because that's if you don't know what you're doing, that's that's a little bit scary. And so basically, you know, people are doing their own research and they're uh, they're finding out how to do this, do a lot of hard work on the back end to make sure they're educating themselves. And then they get to come and watch us as a form of entertainment. And, uh, you know, we are very entertaining with our trades. So I just want to acknowledge uh, every single person that has the guts uh, to do that. And my kudos are to you. You are my heroes. Yeah. And and for me, for those of you interested in liquid base, guys, um, you know, just uh, um, just check out the link, guys. You guys can go inside there. You guys can ask any questions on liquid base, guys. that's how it is. So, for example, you know, paying if you are looking to sell your Ethereum, uh, we buy your Ethereum from you. We put you into LBMA Gold, and then from there you can choose whether you want to get various different types of metals, um, get that gold yourself, or vault with us, or you know, have that gold liquidated into fiat, and then we can wire it directly to you. Exactly. So that's uh, that, that's your choice. But anyways, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. We love you guys. Um, if you have any questions, we're inside the Watchers Trade Room, guys. And congratulations, we're already making money since the last show that we were did, which we did live, and you yep. guys made money. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. With that being said, folks, we're over and out. Subscribe, like, share, and comment. Peace. Did my mood tell you to say all that stuff at the end? <laughs> no, I, I, I did it myself, man. Uh, I feel like yeah. that's a very mad thing. You'd be like, you got to say this. Subscribe, <laughs> like, share, and comment. you got to say this, V, every single time, the start and the end. Exactly. <laughs> such a mad thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love it. Dude, Matt, it's killed it on the on the Disney um, <laughs> Disney tip to me.